1: Mike McCarthy live at 7.15, and Peyton has rebooked Stephen A. Smith for 8.20 this morning. He he is absolutely convinced that Mike McCarthy is gone if they lose Monday night. Marcus Spears is beside himself. He thinks Stephen A. has lost his mind. Orlovsky says there's no way he should lose his job. I have more Orlovsky DMs has got a little bit. Bobby will be proud. I got a little bit more irritated with him with the messages yesterday. Maybe we'll get into that later on. But let's let's get you caught up with business. Every player on the Cowboys 53-man roster practiced yesterday. Kellen Moore, quote, Bobby, we just have to be efficient on first and second down Hmm. in the run game. It doesn't have to be 20-yard runs. It just has to be efficient and allow the passing game to make completions and find different Opportunities.
2: Okay. Well, you know, it's interesting because they say a successful play on first down is 60% of the yards to gain. Oh, really? That's 60% of the yards of of, of of a first down. 60% of a first down is a successful first down.
3: And does this team average six yards a carry? No, I was going to say, what would 2.9 yards per carry on first down uh, be? It would
1: be an unsuccessful first
3: down. Oh, okay. Is that
1: what it is, 2.9?
2: It's what
3: it is the last five weeks of the season when they run the ball, which is second worst in the NFL behind only the Jets. Do we ask McCarthy about this? Sure.
2: What do you guys consider a successful first down?
1: I mean something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We'll leave that one to you, Chop. Uh, first down runs <laughs> and second down runs.
3: Yeah, Sean's already tried to get McCarthy fired, right. so we don't <laughs> you need to ask that part. Do you all right, what do you think
1: McCarthy's mood will we be able to tell that he's a little bit off or irritated this morning?
3: No, I think he'll come in and and give you the happy face, but I also think there's zero chance he hasn't heard. Like, I think he knows what was asked. So. He, he, been... he may make a sarcastic jab or something like, well, I mean, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if I'm here on Tuesday. You guys can ask Jerry about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Has he been asked by the rest of the media this week about it?
3: No, I don't think so. I
1: woke up this morning and I said, I haven't seen any other questions. I haven't seen a follow up. No. Pretty Has... stunning.
3: I think people think that's a question right now for Jerry. Like he got it. He didn't get hit with it a lot last year until after the San Francisco game. Even when Jerry would say something about it,
2: you know, it's really interesting. He wakes up in the morning. That's the first thing he thinks of. The first thing I think of is how do I open my right eye?
3: Why is it still closed? <laughs> and how to hit the how
1: to hit the water? Yeah, yeah. How to hit the water not, not, don't hit the back wall. Right, right. The
2: amount of times that she cleans her poor toilet every week <laughs> because of me.
1: <laughs> and you're thinking about Mike McCarthy. Uh, okay, course. all right. In Dex, lone playoff win, this is from Jory Epstein. He used his legs. The lone playoff win. I was there. Yeah. Uh, shout out, Brian Martin. Have you got any more Dr. Pepper seats? Hook me up, Brian. That's a name from the past. Yeah. He hasn't invited me to play golf in a while. Yeah. Uh, in their lone win over the Seahawks, 2018, he used his legs. Ran six times for 29 yards and a touchdown on the ground. McCarthy said, I've never told Dak not to run. If anything, I encourage the scramble drill more. Felt like Jerry put an edict out there after Dak got hurt against the Giants. I don't want him running around. Mm-hmm. I don't want him moving around as much. Uh, so we always talk about Dak's legs, that little extra threat. And, Bobby, it, it has seemed like he's reached much more of a comfort zone in terms of moving around back there in the pocket or outside the pocket. That's what I felt like over the, past, over the past month.
3: Yeah, I honestly think that breaking the thumb against Tampa was something for him where he just kind of said... If I'm going to get hurt, I'm going to get hurt. And so I think he just kind of felt like there, there's, there's no point in changing my game to protect myself because I don't, I don't know that that's going to help. And so I think ever since then you saw him scramble a lot more. He's, he's been better in the running game this year than he was last year for sure. Last year there, there was just absolutely nothing there. Mike McCarthy confident that coaching... Can fix
1: Dak's interception issue.
2: I have great confidence in how we evaluate our players. You know the the intensity of the of the grading that the coaches go through Sunday night and Monday morning. I mean they put a lot of time into it. So Dak, in particular, you know he's being coached. Um, you know through the things that you know he needs to continue to build off of, which is. The majority of his play that, and I know we're talking about the negative now, but, but you, you definitely have to correct and, and learn from us. So I, I think the application of moving forward is, is really the answer to your question, as opposed to, sitting here and just you know harping on the, on the negative number.
1: So interception in seven straight weeks, eleven interceptions in his last
3: seven games. But how many does he consider actual interceptions? Right. No other question. Now, you got the... Uh, Would you say the number should be eight? Uh, that's just what, you know, when you hear about PFF or football outsiders, some of these people who track things like that, they say that eight of the 15 were interceptable throws. And so, uh, it's funny, though, on the, the running front, I just had to look this up. You know, this year was the second highest rush attempts per game of his career.
1: Really? hmm And he only ran for 182 yards. Now, he missed five games. But right. still... His rushing totals throughout his career, 282, 357, 305, 277, 93, 146, and 182.
3: Yeah, those first so two years. More than last year. Those mm-hmm. first two years, he was incredibly efficient. He was like five and a half yards per carry. This year, he was only four.
2: Yeah, he was running the good spots. Uh, it, his his ability to run, like, I still think he's at his best in the two-point conversion. Like, two-point conversion, I just assume they're just going to have Dak to a
1: delay. draw. Yeah, draw up the middle. Well... Vegas is betting on Dak throwing another one on Monday. 11, this is from Caesars, 11 times more money. 11 has been bet on Dak's over interception total. What do you think the over interception total is? And what, what, well,
2: I assume, boy, man, it can't be more than one and a half. I would assume it's a half.
1: It is a half. Does that feel or seem like easy money? going you, you throw one? Yeah, it seems like easy money, right? It seems like it's the smart play at this point. So, the 11 times the amount of money has been bet on his over-interception total than on his over-passing yards, passing touchdowns, and rushing yards combined. All those other three categories for Dak, passing yards, passing touchdowns, and rushing yards combined, 11 times more money has been put on him throwing one interception I, or more. Look, I mean, one interception. I think one interception is a fair number for every quarterback. I agree. People I, were tweeting yesterday, Brett Favre was trending, and I was like, oh, what group of uh, uh, less fortunate people did he rob now uh, and get away with? Man. It's oh, true. Impressive. It's true. He's a piece of garbage, in my opinion. But um, they were like, oh, Brett Favre would throw 29 picks, and he's a gunslinger. Yeah. And then they are putting up Dak's photo. Ocho Cinco is weighed in. We're going to get him on the show. He said, can someone on TV please have Dax back? They continue to ask what's wrong with him as if these interceptions are all his fault. Orlovsky, breakdown film so casual fans can understand it's not solely on him, please. Orlovsky, of course, he responded and said, yeah, they're not all on him, but the majority are. So that was Ocho Cinco asking for someone on TV to have
3: Dax back. Poor Ocho. He just does he doesn't understand. He called on the wrong name to <laughs> so, like think he was gonna get integrity and like a uh a direct, honest analysis of the film. Micah and- Parsons has been in playoff mode.
1: He's like LeBron shutting down social media, right? What what does it call LeBron call it when he gets in the playoffs? Dark mode? Dark mode. Yeah, he's going to dark mode, absolutely. He's going he's gonna read The Godfather every
2: day. He's gonna read the entire book every Is day. Is that what he said? No, he watches the movie like every day, and he he's always on the. If you ever noticed he's always on the first page of a book. Go watch, go see photos of LeBron. Oh, he's, a, he's what yeah. are you read shaming him? No,
3: no, you've seen this yeah. meme. He's become like even the Godfather thing, where he got asked about that from a reporter. Like, what's your favorite scene? He's like, God, there's so many, I can't, I can't name one, right? And yeah. then he's like, yeah, but just name one. <laughs> he goes, Well, you want me to quote the whole movie back to you? <laughs> and So he he just he claims to do a lot of things. I don't know that he actually does.
1: So Micah said, man, I'm in playoff mode. Blank that list. That list is the players all pro list. That he got left off of in favor of Miles Garrett and Bosa in San Francisco. And Micah says, Congrats to those that made it, though. He was asked yesterday how much it helps seeing Tom Brady for a second time.
4: It really helps uh, just because, you know, you kind of get the
3: look. You kind of already got a base of a team, what they want to do, uh, how they want to attack you. We um, you just, you just got to be prepared for the unexpected that first 15 when they come out, do some things we haven't seen. But truly, a uh, team sticks to what they're good at and what they're known for. So um, we've seen it. Um, and Hopefully we're able to adjust in our game plan, execute. He was funny yesterday. He was talking about the opportunity to, you know, maybe play Tom Brady in his final game. He's like, if we win, we can be known as the the team that beat him last. And then he goes, and if he, you know, if, if we lose, um, you know, we'll probably see him again. You know how Tom is, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, right? Who, who else was interesting yesterday?
3: Xavier Rhodes is really interesting, man. If he sticks around past this year, he's gonna be a good interview. He'll be a, like if he's here in training camp next year, that'll be one that we enjoy talking to. He was a really really good quote and said that what he's looking to do really is just come in here and be a big veteran presence for everybody and use his football IQ to help out some of these guys. Can we get half of what T.Y. has contributed to the offense
1: late in the game at the 11th hour of the season? Can we get a little bit of that, Xavier?
3: That's the an answer. Veteran spirit. I've been 10 years in. Um, I've seen a lot of things, been in a lot of situations throughout the NFL, throughout my career, uh, been to the NFC Championship, been a... Uh, to throughout the playoffs. I mean, you can name it all. I've probably been through it, and having that experience, um, I can be able to teach the young guys here what to expect in certain situations and what what certain quarterbacks like to throw to, what his favorite routes and favorite players are. I mean, I've been through a lot, so I can get definitely teach them about situation and ball.
1: What do you think the plan is for him?
3: Uh, he's going to play. Now, now, does he – I think it'll be one of those things similar to Mackenzie Alexander where Mackenzie Alexander was thrown out there. And then after 10 plays, they're like, okay, let's go to Nashaun. Wright. We're going to roll with that. But they're going to see that they didn't bring him here just to sit on the bench. Um, And, and he's, he sounds ready. He's, he said, you know, they said, are you going to be able to play this Sunday? And he was like, or this Monday. And he said, you know, I'm not, I'm not here like to watch. Like I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this. I'm here for, you know, trying to help this team, Raise that trophy I'm, in February. I'm
1: down to just throw him out there, throw him out there over Nisham Wright. See if and it works. Trayvon Mullen, let him get torched until I have to pull him. Throw him out there and let's see. I'll take anything. I'm desperate at this point uh, with the number two, number three corner situation.
3: Deron Bland, good to go. Yep, everybody, everybody should be good to go. Tyler Biotish, full participant, looked fine. So Who? Everyone, Tyler Biotish, Bad Baez. I call him Tyler Badass. Can right. you
1: interview the Oddish
3: about his last name and Steven and Jerry? I mean, we've asked him before. Like, ask him about specifically how they pronounce yeah. it. Yeah, that's probably more a question when they're not in playoff mode. But yeah, yeah. 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 Next, next, like OTAs, yeah, I'll ask him.
1: All right, 877 881 1053 is the com text line. You got something? No. Oh. Yeah, the <laughs> fancy. Pull up of the access card. And oh, I was just put it in my pocket. Thought, I thought I saw a deep side. Got your fried chicken platter waiting over there. Uh, this is baked chicken, Sean. Baked chicken platter. It's uh,
2: it's, it's it's starting. It's it's planning for Mexico tr- uh, season. You should Urban Dictionary what baked chicken means. There's not blue cheese on this.
1: <laughs> Whoa! Did you just one up him with a dirty <laughs> reference? No, that's a. I have no idea what y'all are that's talking a, about. It's a booger sugar reference. <laughs> oh. I had no idea this I don't know where I was or where I've been. They're changing the playoff rule. There's a new overtime rule for the playoffs and it's being enacted. It's being put into effect starting this weekend
2: yeah uh they will consist so like they've they've got these new rules, right uh they had they were gonna keep the same thing during the regular season that they have kept in recent years in the playoffs. Uh, However,
1: you don't end the game with a TD on the first possession anymore. All right, so I kick off to you, you score a touchdown, it does not end. Right. That will not happen. Uh, Postseason games won't end with a touchdown. If a team
2: scores a touchdown on the first possession, it will line up to kick an extra point or attempt a two-point conversion, and then they will kick off, and the other team gets a chance to score a touchdown or tutty as you would call it. No, we would not call it that. No, nope. If that team scores a touchdown, we'll line up for an extra point or two-point conversion. It's possible the game can end at that point, you know, because you, you know if they get the extra point, the second team tries to game in a two-point conversion or they miss it. After that, the score remains tied. After the second touchdown, from there, it is a sudden death overtime. So it's not an exact... Replica of college where everybody gets an equal possessions. It's you're guaranteed one possession. I like it. Better. I like it. It's better. You talk me into it. Hundred percent chance. Hundred percent chance. If I, that I would defer. If won the toss, hundred percent chance I defer, and hundred percent chance I go for two if I score a touchdown instead of tying it.
3: Here's what I want out of the this thing, though, is just if you're going to play a sudden death overtime, don't make it a 10-minute quarter. Make it 15. And if you're going to do one of these, each team gets a position, possession, then I think it makes more sense to have a 10-minute quarter. Mavs and stars involved in absolute thrillers
1: last night. Lamar Jackson gives his own update. Derek Carr says goodbye, and Jalen Hurts says, yeah, I'm hurting. That's all next with Sean, RJ, and Bobby right here on The Fan. What a night. Crazy games for the Metroplex. The Mavericks get huge threes from Luka at the end of regulation. Double overtime against the Lakers. He hits a big one in the overtime period. Spencer Dinwiddie was there for support. Christian Wood had a fantastic stat line, and the Mavs continue to own the Lakers. They get the win in Los Angeles. And then the heartbreaker with the Dallas Stars. Up one. They're about to win with one. They had it one. They had it one. And the New York Rangers tie it with .9 left. They end up winning it in overtime. The Rangers are now 13-2-2 in their last 17 games. I wanted to find the win probability on that. What's that? Where's the hockey win probability? They got to have it for every sport, right? I would think so. And what would it be? You think it would be like 99 point something? Oh, at, at when you're up one
2: with less than a second to go. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're in the 99.99s. Yeah, you are. For sure. So a heartbreaker for the Stars. The Mavs get the W. Uh, Russell Westbrook bumping Luka, going back and forth. Uh, LeBron did not hit a three-pointer, but Luka and the Mavs get the The W. Let's take you around the rest of the NFL. Mike McCarthy at 7.15 today, live. Stephen A. Smith rejoins the show at 8.20. All right, Lamar Jackson, providing his own personal update for this weekend, took to Twitter and said, My knee remains inflamed and unstable. I appreciate everybody asking me about my injury situation. So this feels like Lamar is definitely out.
3: Feels like he's definitely out, and this feels like damaged relations. Like when the the team... Feels like it's personal. Yeah, the fact that the team isn't able to shoot the media straight about it because they genuinely don't seem to know or either don't want to air out the clear tension that they have. If John Harbaugh's truly ticked, the way he's answering it to the media makes
1: sense. Yeah. Because he's like, I love Lamar. You don't understand how much I love Lamar. At the same time, I can't tell you anything that's happening. I can't give you any update.
3: Yeah, I mean, just think about, like, how normal it is for a player to protect their injury status. Like Odell. Like, think about how Odell talked about his knee for a month. Yeah. Made everyone believe he could actually run. Yeah, and just in general, like, whenever teams talk about things, they try to protect certain information about their injuries. Players a lot of times will defer to... Well, you know, you got you to ask coach about that or whatever else. And so for Lamar, for there to be all this mystery around it, and then Lamar just goes to Twitter for a two-part tweet to, hey, here it is. I mean, it read like a prepared statement from a PR company or something.
2: Let me ask you this. If he had signed, what's Deshaun's deal, 240 guaranteed? Mm-hmm. If he had signed for $241 million guaranteed over the offseason, would he be playing it up tomorrow? Uh, on- yes. Yeah.
3: And maybe before. Yep, he he'd be playing. Yeah. Does he not have insurance? I, no, I mean, I don't I mean know. In serious. That, I was, no that was you remember. Everybody thought it was devastated when Willis McGahee messed up his knee in the national title, and then it was found out like, oh, he had bought insurance that covered him in the event. I I feel like what players the- who have these sort of Lloyds th- of London when they don't have protections like that, I I feel like they do insure certain things.
1: But the thing that makes it so, I mean, this it this is fascinating. It's fascinating because of the type of player Lamar is. Uh, Are the Ravens going to be totally turned off saying you quit on us? Are the Ravens still held hostage because it is a quarterback and their quarterback? What are other teams and executives? How do they value Lamar throughout the rest of the league? And then it can boil down to this. Lamar Jacks, all these Shannon Sharps and everyone saying, sit out. You should. Roddy White. What was the offer
3: that they gave him? 133?
1: It's 250 with 133 guaranteed at signing.
3: It's a little confusing because there were reports about what he was offered. And then there's the Lamar, I think, got somebody tweeted at him directly and said, well, you turn this down And in recent months. And then he said that offer was never on the table. Nope, not true. And so, I mean, they've been... But here's what we think we know. And I take the
1: Ravens' side on this. Lamar Jackson has ticked off because they have not offered him the Deshaun deal. That, as we said at the time is a is a fluke that's an that's that's a that's an aberration that's a one-off it is it would not surprise us at the net we think it is
2: we think it is the issue is yeah it may be a one-off but if i'm lamar jackson i'm like that's your problem that's the standard that standard's been set that's the norm and that is your problem to deal with mark i've I've tried to do that with our negotiations here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bringing up other cities. <laughs> and uh, and they were like, well, yeah, yeah, the cost of living there is more. And I was like, it ain't 150% more. <laughs> right. And it just didn't work. There's resetting. When RJ and I tried to be on the home of the Seahawks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the cost of living in Seattle is 40% more. Yeah, well, well is it 150% more?
3: Yeah. <laughs> the the There's resetting the market, and then there's correcting the market, though. And Deshaun's deal, I think, is viewed a little more like a slight correction in the market. Because that's what Gurley was. Gurley, followed by like Zeke, CMC. Like those guys kind of corrected the running back market. Whereas I don't think it's like a a, just a continual reset. You saw things flatten out with Gurley's deal. Yeah,
2: I get that. And I get that. And I understand that. But if I'm Lamar, I'm like, that's not my problem. Yeah,
3: the market's been set. It is Lamar's problem if the rest of the league says no. Here's the correction on the market. Well, it's collusion, and I'll go to court. <laughs> it's not collusion though. But I'm mean, like, I mean, that's like saying Gurley's deal became collusion. Teams just said we're not going above that. Like, like individually said they're not going above it, and it became a correction. And then it became Zeke's problem. If Zeke wanted more than Gurley, that wasn't happening. It's just, like, a sh- like,
1: it's just a shame for the weekend though, because Ravens-Bengals now. I don't care, and Dolphins-Bills. I don't care. It's a shame that Lamar and Tua yeah. aren't playing. The Bills are favored by 13 and a half. And oh, my God. I can't believe it's not the 16 yet. And the Bengals <laughs> are – did you get it at a lower number? Ten. Uh, Congratulations. Dude, well, I mean – Drinks on choppy. I know, right? Here's the thing. And the Bengals are favored
2: by nine and a half. Here's the thing. Um, the wild card – since 2012, double-digit – this is from uh, Football 401k – double-digit favorites, home favorites – since in the wild card round since 2012, are 8-0 against the spread, 8-0 straight up, and 5-3 to the over. Since 1989, they're 14 3 against the spread. And they have they've won six straight against the spread, double digit favorites. They've covered. Like
1: they they just cover these games. Well, that means San Francisco, Buffalo, and Cincinnati are walking to the next round. For all this talk, wow, super wild card weekend. We got a 10 point spread, we got a 13 and a half point spread, and we have a nine and a half point spread. Not the most inviting television to kick things off because you got two quarterbacks that are out. And then the other game that's going to be close, you've got two quarterbacks you don't want to watch. Giants, Vikings? Yeah. I can watch Kirk. Can you? Uh, yeah, he's got <laughs> Justin Jefferson on the other side. You can watch Justin Jefferson. I have to watch Kirk. <laughs> To get to Justin Jones. I I mean,
3: really, it's just the four or five matchups are the only ones really worth watching, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Jacksonville Jacksonville and Chargers and Dallas-Tampa. Those are the games that are worth watching. The others are kind of boring to me.
1: Jalen Hurts did not throw a practice yesterday as the Eagles got some work in before leaving for their bye week. After practice, he said he's happy. There's no game for the Eagles. It's a good thing there's a bye week. So, I... I'm optimistic that Philly is compromised. Will be a little bit compromised for their first playoff game. I have some hope. I'm no. I'm no longer buying that it's a total complete Sirianni sell job. He's not playing playing posse playing raccoon on us. Uh, I think. I think Jalen Hurts. They rushed him back out there. They were desperate to lock that up, and I would think that he's going to be.
3: 80, 85%. He heals faster than you, though. I know. He does. I know, Wolverine. Thanks, Logan.
1: (laughs) Is that his name, Logan?
3: Yep. Nice. Good good job. Good what? Good job. Pop culture reference from Sean. Yes.
1: Derek Carr with his Dear Abby letter. Another pop culture. Oh wow! Yeah. From nineteen. 19- uh, hey, That's your hey, grandmother's is dear pop, Abby culture pop culture reference. <laughs> <laughs> does, does anyone His listen? Ad Landers. Does anyone listen? Angela Lansbury wrote this for him. <laughs> <laughs> does anyone listening? No, dear Abby. Uh, but Derek Carr. I'll paraphrase it. Uh, I'm just heartbroken. I know I said I'd never play for anyone else but the Raiders. Cry but, like him. But, but I just, <laughs> I, it's just my burning desire to win a championship. And no man can put that out
3: except for God. That's actually his quote. He's gonna go play quarterback for Clemson. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. If he is not a
1: perfect quarterback for Dabo, uh, so look, Derek Carr's gone. Uh CBS Sports came out with a list of possible teams. Top contenders, Buccaneers, Commanders, Jets, Texans, Titans, long shots. Colts, Giants, Patriots, Saints, Seahawks. Choppy, you have your list? I think Miami.
3: Interesting.
1: Well, they're getting if Tom I'm, they're getting Tom Brady yeah. as Mike Florio Tom has Brady. Tom, Tom Brady going to 17 different cities. Uh Florio's got Tom going to New Orleans with Sean Payton. And now yesterday he has Tom Brady finally merging up with mm-hmm. Stephen Ross. And maybe Sean Payton, maybe in Miami to be the Dolphins' QB. I mean, I'm not taking Sean Payton over Mike McDaniel
2: at this point. Um, I'm just really? I, after one, especially after one year, you're gonna give up. You didn't have a first-round pick this year. You're gonna trade one next year, pay him twenty million dollars, and pay McDaniel's buyout. And McDaniel's a better offensive mind than Sean Payton anyway. Woo! Um, <laughs> if you want, if you think two, if Tua retires, they've got a lot of weapons down there. Like a that is a dream they got, scenario. They got the
1: best receiving situation in,
2: in the league. I, I, I think you're probably not far off on that one. I think you might be spot on. So if I'm Derek Carr, I'm like, that's the golden ticket, right? That's where I want to go. I think New England is a wild card. Although, if I were him, I wonder. He didn't play well in the New England system this year. This was his worst season. And I don't know if I would go to that system if I were mm. him.
1: The Jets are a team that people are talking about. And by the way, the Patriots are expected to change offensive coaches, according to Tom Curran, after Belichick met with Robert Kraft.
2: Yeah. If I were here, like, my order of preference would be, like, Miami 1, Miami (laughs) 2, Miami
3: 3, and then, like, Jets or New England or Tennessee. Washington has weapons. That's where I think think Washington makes a ton of sense. And you want to talk about, like, a a quarterback-coach combo? Rivera would love him, too. Rivera would think oh, he's awesome. Yes. And I mean, you know, yes. you get the uh I, I mean that's that's somebody who if you get carr with Dotson, McLaurin, like get him an opportunity to throw to guys like that, I think he can play within that system. I mean he's had weapons. That's all I'm I'm here. I'm 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 here to smear Derek Carr. Washington's he, a did double digit win team with Carr, though. He has had weapons
2: and he's played well. The difference is that his defense has allowed twenty seven points per game in his career.
3: You ain't winning with that. how many seventeen point leads did he lose this year? Because <laughs> the defense, Four, right? Yeah, it was a lot.
1: <laughs> 877-881-1053 to hit us up here on uh, Sean and RJ. It's DFW Sports Station. We got Bobby Payton and Ryan with Mike McCarthy live at seven fifteen. Oh yeah, whales everywhere, baby. Water splashing. This whale thing is kind of is really <laughs> picked up. It really <laughs> Every time we tweet it out, people are setting us. Free Willie. Um, <laughs> we need a bet for Stephen A. Stephen A. called us out again. Orlovsky cried about us on national TV, and we need a bet because Mike McCarthy is not getting fired if they lose on Monday. Stephen A. swears he is, so let's come up with a little show bet and... How Orlowski and I were fighting over Dak Prescott in the DMs yesterday. That's next on The Fan.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Lines coming up at seven o'clock. Mike McCarthy at 7 15. Stephen A. Smith at 8 20. Nick Eben at 9 20. DallasCowboys.com. Final hour of the show. So yesterday it happened again. Uh Stephen A, we may as well form a partnership with ESPN in first take. We may as well do a cross show, like a bar stool type setup with the four Letter, as every week we're getting mentioned on there. Very nice. We appreciate it. Appreciate it.
3: Yeah, you're appreciated. See, I got the the hoodie today. We're the the You're Appreciated hoodie. All right,
1: that may be part of the bet payoff with Stephen A. As he's on with Orlovsky, who we were fighting with, I was fighting with yesterday in the DMs. You're going to hear Orlovsky whine here on the side. What? As Stephen A. called us out again What did I say? I he said, said he's lying. lying. Oh, by the way, by the way, one hundred five point three, the flagship station. So i right now because they're all me. me to come Stop, because- stop it! All right, this—that's Orlovsky. I'm texting them right now. They're, they're texting me right now because they're all mad at me. Stephen A. just plowed right through him. Good. He didn't even stop down. Play the whole thing. What did I say? I he said he's lying. lying. Oh, by the way, by the way, 105.3, the flagship station, so
2: text Dallas right now they're has all called mad at me, me to come on because evidently they need me to come back on to echo what the hell I said. So, but he's he's not, lying. But here's nothing. Let,
1: let, let Mike McCarthy lose this game Monday night. Oh, we're so mad. We're so mad. Let him lose. So Dan Quinn will be the next head coach. That was the end of Stephen A.'s statement. So again, he twists it like we're sitting there begging and pleading with him uh, to come on after in the past weeks. He's like, I like those brothers. They're cool. They're good. I'll come <laughs> back on. I'll come back on come if back y'all on. want me to. So we're like, all right, we'll get you on to talk about your 105 a fan.
2: 105 a fan.
1: Your McCarthy belief. And they're doing first take in Tampa. So some good cross promotion for him. And that's it. That That's the deal. See, because Pey- Peyton
2: suggested the your appreciated hoodie or, or shirt.
3: All right, right. so well, well, I sh- well, I should crash the set in Tampa and hold up the the thing behind. Him. Oh, you'll
1: be there. Perfect. Well, we need to set this up right. So, we need to bet him that McCarthy, if they lose, McCarthy does not get fired. Right. He's so adamant. He's tripling down on it, and let's put something up. What could we entice him with? So look, you got you got to shoot big. Okay. See,
2: I was very disappointed at Payton when he said the shirt. That, that's too. Oh, that's not. Really? That's not big. We got to go bigger. What than that. shirt? That you're appreciated, hoodie the boss. he has getting. to wear. He has to wear our our hoodie. Hoodie. first take. Okay. that's not big enough. Okay, I and mean, millions that, of people see it. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't, matter. It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. you know what? They also could see us on first take. That's what you shoot for. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the fr- that's the first thing. We get a segment on first take Friday morning at the Super Bowl Radio Row, or Thursday, or whatever it is. I like it. That's our. That is what you start with. I don't All think right. that's realistic. Though. It, it doesn't
1: matter. It Doesn't oh, matter. You, it doesn't matter. Negotiating one on one. Yeah. Or. Zero, zero 001 at this company. Right, make them come down <laughs> to you, right? Make them come down. Aim or, high. Yeah. Aim high. Never give your real number first. The second one is our top, you're going to be our you're going to be our attorney on this, our lead attorney at 820. All right. So the second one is
2: if not for that, uh then they have to do an entire segment on first take. Where they all have those sticks with our pictures on their our faces on them. And they just hold them up in front of the camera like like Kornheiser does. The PTI sticks. The PTI sticks. That I love. It can't be the headshots that Ryan did for us. Those are (laughs) horrible. Those are hideous. We're going to put our own photos up there that we want. We're all sitting there wearing hats. I know. On on the cardboard cutouts.
1: I love that. But what are we going to provide for him? What happens if McCarthy gets run? What do we do? My suggestion... i lost
2: there. I don't, I don't, what do we don't you do we,
3: for Stephen A and I? We have nothing to offer. What do you mean, you? Oh, I no. mean, if they get run, I'm not I, I'm not totally confident he's coming back.
1: Oh, oh. so they,
3: it's, they, they, they it's you lose. and Stephen A against me and Choppy. Look, I think that, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever... Give me the you, percentage. It, it, how do they lose? Do okay. they lose like they did to Washington? Okay. 50. 50? Yeah. If they lose like they did to Washington in the playoffs, 50 If it's 23-20? Then probably not. Okay. He's probably back.
2: We simulcast the last the the, <laughs> the, the we simulcast the full hour of first take nine a.m. We just we'll just play it. We'll leave the show at nine a.m. <laughs> yeah, and we'll just play <laughs> the final hour, the first hour, first. This take. is the benefit for
3: the show, though. Yes, and so <laughs> is this. And so is this. We yeah.
1: offer to take him out. He gets to pick the restaurant, and we will, we'll 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 set a tab at a thousand dollars, and he can pick the restaurant. We'll each pay three hundred and change a piece, and we'll take him out to. He's not going to go out to dinner with he'll, us. He'll
3: laugh at a thousand dollar tab. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he can't get his Remy. thousand
1: dollars. Is does he drink Remy? I think everybody would drink Remy. It's free. Well, you got it up to a thousand bucks. We'll get Michael and Steven. We'll pay for their dinner because I know Bobby will spend big on it. I've I've paid for to? dinners like that. Allowed. <laughs> He doesn't ask for permission.
3: He yes, asks for forgiveness. forgiveness. No, I don't uh, even ask for that. So I don't. would I I say know, that's the way it is.
1: I don't know what to put on it, but we need some ideas on the com text line, 877-881-1053. Because I will put up something big that McCarthy does not get fired if they lose. I, I agree. I don't
3: think he gets wrong. And he
1: is adamant, adamant that it's going to happen.
3: They have rotating hosts on first take. That's what y'all should just shoot for. Yeah, let us you, be guy, a rotating... you guys get to host. You guys you guys yeah. are across from him for a whole episode. Yeah, I'm sure that that'll happen. Wear a suit? Can I wear you... a suit with a hoodie under what it? Like, did... Yeah. What did you just say, though? You said it doesn't matter if it could happen. You shoot for the stars. You shoot high. You gotta shoot high. I man. don't want to go to Bristol, Connecticut in
1: January. Just Let's let's get our fan cam simulcast on there. You, or is you... there a guest that he could hook y'all, hook y'all up with? No. Nope. That you want out there?
3: No. Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> Dan, uh, no, all
1: right. Let me let me Orlovsky, get to this. Your
3: tooth doesn't hurt.
1: So yesterday, Orlovsky put out his quarterback list. I didn't even see them discuss it on their show. Uh, ranking the playoff quarterbacks, he put Dak twelve out of fourteen. All right, the only guys below Dak, Skyler, the stripper Thompson, and Brock Brady, Purdy. That's it. Dak was twelve. Daniel Jones was above him. Everyone else is above him. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he goes, what? What? I don't see the problem. I don't understand the issue. He wrote me, where do you want Dak, 9 or 10? I said, you have him as the third worst quarterback in the playoffs and behind Daniel Jones. You know that's insulting. Did Geno have a better final month than Prescott? See, this is where I'm arguing with everybody. People are taking the overall season... I'm going with the latest stretch, and I'm using that to factor in what I think you're going to do in the first week of the playoffs. I said, did Gino have a better final month? Did Herbert even? You have Lamar above him. He hasn't practiced in a month, and their offense had questions and struggled while he was trying to pass. He said, uh, Lamar isn't ranked. I did this list Monday without knowing injury and planned for him to play or not play. He's not ranked. Well, he's on your list. Gino has had a far better season than Dak. Jones is playing better, dude. That's fact. So he said Daniel Jones right now is playing better.
3: Mm.
1: And then I said, you can't have it both ways. You're putting Brady high because of his mystique. Because Tom Brady's a legend. But then you're justifying Daniel Jones because of the present. So you can't have it both ways. Tom hasn't played better than Dak this year. And then Orlovsky said, yes, he has. I didn't put him on there because of the past. So that was my back and forth with Dan last.
2: I mean, I I don't think Dak is the 11th or 12th best quarterback in the in the in the playoffs. I think he's higher than that. Although he does, he is 11th in QBR and. And he's, what is he, 12th in in EPA? Well, I mean, he is. And those are are terrible. He's below Daniel Jones in
3: both. Among playoff quarterbacks, he is uh, sixth in ESPN's raw QBR. So uh, you can ask Dan that. Dan, do you believe that your company that signs your checks has an awful (laughs) metric that doesn't know how to value quarterbacks? Why is their QBR so different than everyone else's? I don't know. Ask Dan Orlovsky. He probably can't tell you. So that was the back and forth. What a twerp. Orp, huh? yeah he said he said
1: he said the worst thing he did yesterday is what he did what, what he did with peyton when Stephen a had that clip and he goes you guys have our numbers both y'all come on orlovsky writes back you guys asked me to come on while i'm walking my kids to school man and i was like what are you doing what are you trying to get sympathy you trying to make us look bad that we're like interrupting your child time in the morning we've asked you for four different times you, you, you got you got three hours with your kids in the morning, apparently, and then you had a dentist appointment. So shut up. Just stop. Uh, so I didn't like that. I didn't like him trying to smear Pepe publicly. Do you
3: think yeah. he feels gross inside? No. About what a fraud he is and what just a a liar he is? I don't think so. Mm. And
1: maybe Choppy's right. Maybe he's just being dumb and not being fake. There's
4: the a yeah, difference. Yeah, I,
2: I, I think there's plenty of fake people out there. Um, I don't think athletes generally... Are fake with their takes on players in their sport. He, I has, he just, has
3: he has very different takes than he did five years ago when he first started. That's maybe, that's my issue is he's that just he's, dumber. Uh, all right.
1: Former possible. player Brian Erlocker was on yesterday with the KMC masterpiece, and they brought up our new co host, Bobby Belt, with his golf bet with Derek Holland. Since yeah. you're going to be in town for a golf event, we gotta ask you a question.
4: Are We have somebody on the morning show who claims, we think he's trolling, but he claims that he has never golfed in his life and he can go out there and shoot 80 or better on his first attempt. <laughs> what would your
1: response be to this particular individual?
3: Put as much money as you can as much money as he wants to bet bet him because he ain't gonna do it There's no it's impossible, man. I, I feel like I'm a decent golfer and I, sometimes I can't break 80 so uh, Get as much money on the table as you can and, and take that bet.
2: I think he's already got five hundred dollars laid on the table Against one of <sighs> why, our friends. Bobby, so. Why would he, he do that? Out of him.
3: It'll be over after about seven holes
1: <laughs> now, okay? Thank you, know you what, for that. On the back nine, he's going to be like, I can I can bring it
3: back. I can do it. Yeah, but birdie and eagle every hole. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> we're
3: we're going to play this
1: audio for him because I think he's doing a bit, but he is also maybe the most irresponsibly confident person I've ever mm-hmm. met. Yes, so that's he, true. Now, you I'm said a fun guy. Yeah, he I, is absolutely. I am. You can see why he would be a good radio host, too, right? <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> So, that was Brian Erlacher on with the masterpiece.
3: Look, we uh, we build them different here in Texas. Brian Erlacher's <laughs> from New Mexico. That's not really a state known for their elite golfers. Um, <laughs> so, look, I understand he doesn't understand the born and bred nature of uh, the great state of Texas. Um, but By the way, I'm noticing, like, I think they took the golf club out of here. I think Bassick's tired of me. I don't right – oh, it's laying down on the ground. Okay, I was going to say, I set it up over here. And it's just – because Bassick's getting legitimately annoyed now. Yesterday during crosstalk, he was very quiet when we were talking about my golfing. He was just doing this. He was shaking his head and looking, like, kind of irritated every time I'd make a point. And so – I
1: thought you actually were in legit trouble with your wife after the show. You never usually go dark for three hours on the text chain or on Twitter, and you said that she was mad over – uh, I don't know, you, you like you, you, you shamed her with the household duties yesterday and then I said in crosstalk that you had upped the bet with Derek to five hundred dollars trying to save yourself and your marriage.
3: Yeah, you snitched. Did you get in any trouble? No, I didn't get in trouble. Part of it was there was there was cowboys yesterday and I like the last couple of days, I don't know, I'm falling into your trap. Or not your trap. I need the the nap. Yeah. I need the afternoon nap. I right. I, I don't know if it's just I got to catch up. Yeah. Because I've been able to run on it fine without taking the nap, but like the last couple of days I've needed it, and so uh, no, I have uh, I I managed to survive. I uh, I talked my way out of another one. Uh, I just held up the bank statement, and I was like, know your place, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Okay. So,
2: so bad. Bobby's now single. And divorced,
1: so... How would no. she survive? No, was she going to live in a box? Well, she does everything, apparently. Was she going well, to clean the box? The have cardboard you, box? Have you been
2: married more than 10 years? Uh, no, Ted, It's
3: like it's coming up on 10. Oh,
2: then now's the time. So what? She doesn't work. I think the state of Texas is 10 years marriage, and, and uh, or 10 years plus, and then she hasn't worked, or the other the spouse
3: hasn't worked, and you get some spousal maintenance. She, uh, and for anybody on the fan text who's going, you misogynist. I'm kidding. All right, just relax. <laughs>
1: Are you kidding me? In this state... This is your approval rating goes to the roof. <laughs> yeah, right, eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Kristen, Ch- I'm kidding. You're a hero. Uh, Sean Treve, he's kidding, Kristen. We're just egging him on. Don't get mad at him. <laughs> Sean Treve, R J. Choppy, and Bobby Belt with Mike McCarthy at seven fifteen here on DFW Sports Station. All right, let's set you up for the entire NFL weekend. The AFC Championship game has picked their neutral site, and is Trevor Bauer just sitting out there? For some team in the AL West, maybe in Arlington, to go out and get them. Headlines, next on The Fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.